Hey, this is John Stamos, and you're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boy podcast with David Beard. Sponsored by Endless Summer Quarterly.
Run James Run, the previously unreleased recording that appears now as track 18 on the new 18-track collection playback, the Brian Wilson Anthology, available now through Rhino Records. Welcome to episode 18 of Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. I'm your host, David Beard. Today, I talk with Brian about a number of things, including a handful of songs from his Brian Wilson Anthology, the Wild Honey album, because we're coming up on the 50th anniversary of that album in December, and what he has planned when his Pet Sounds tour comes to an end for his next album, which will be a rock and roll album. And he'll tell us a little bit about that, as well as the songwriting process. So it's a pretty interesting interview. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get underway. We're going to talk first with Brian about Run, James, Run. Hey, David. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Is, is Run, James, Run an example of what we might expect on your rock and roll album? No, no. Okay. Rock and is going to be hard rock. Hard rock, okay. How does it make you feel knowing that people get just as much of a thrill out of just the moment of getting their autog- you know, your autograph or getting their picture taken with you as much as your music means to them? Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I'm proud of myself because for one reason, people want my love and my music. And when they ask for an autograph, I'm very proud to, to do an autograph. I wanted to talk just a little bit, oh, I got you, about some of the music that I've heard that you did with Andy Paley, because it's really, really great. And one song in particular that really, really moves me is God Did It. Um, Do you remember writing that with Andy? Yeah, I remember God Did It. I don't remember how it goes, but I, I remember writing it. It's kind of a, it's, oh, God did it, oh, God did it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. and it's got the great line, he washed my sins away. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's like a, a gospel song. Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, that same song that you did back in the mid-70s mixed with uh, This Whole World or something, but it's got such a great religious gospel vibe to it, and you're you're not really known for that type of style of music, but it's really, really special. Um you know these songs. You 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 amassed quite a lot of work with Andy. Is have you ever considered going back and and doing any of them? I don't know at this point. I may or may not. I don't know. I oh. might or might not. Okay. I got to hear some sweet day. That's that's a great song that you and uh, Andy Paley wrote together. Um, what do you remember about working with Andy on that track? Well, we we had a good relationship. And we had we we wrote very well together. Yeah, and Andy's told me that uh, one of the things that you enjoyed working with him was he worked very quickly. How many songs would you say you and Andy wrote together over the period of time that you worked? Eight or ten songs. And what do you think of the idea of releasing an Andy Paley Brian Wilson collection?
Hi, this is Paul von Mertens. You're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast with David Beard. I was hoping that you could reminisce a little bit with me about 1995 when you were in the studio at Ocean Way with the Beach Boys recording Soul Searching and You're Still a Mystery and what you remember from that session and that day. Well, I remember Mike was there, the boys were there. Yeah. You know, it's hard to remember. It's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know Matt Matt Jardine was there, too. Um, can Can you talk to me a little bit, maybe, about... The the chord changes. I think it's really that you're still a mystery is a particularly interesting recording to me. The the counter melodies that are in there, the the chord changes, the diminished the, the chords. You know, it's a really fascinating recording, and particularly the lyric that you came up with. Um, Tell me your secrets. Don't try to hide. Um, can you talk a little bit about that song? It's been too long. We can't answer that question.
Hi, this is Mike Love of the Beach Boys, and you're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. I know that whether we're talking about the 60s or even today in recent recordings, you write very quickly when you're writing a song. What is the, I, what is the fastest song that you recall ever writing? Uh, Golly, no, it took 45 minutes. <laughs> that's, that's so amazing. Tell, tell me about, I guess, the a process of a, a song. I hope this is not a hard question to answer. But when you're writing a song... I, I kind of, I think, just looking at all the different collaborators you've used through the years, you, it strikes me that you tend to enjoy working with somebody who can react quickly to your ideas. Well, my band, my band I've been working with for 17 years, mm-hmm. are all very, very attuned to me, and they learn very quickly. It takes them 10 minutes to learn a whole song. The 50th anniversary of the Wild Honey album uh, is coming up in December. What did you think of the new stereo mix? Uh-huh. What do you remember about recording Wild Honey in your home off Bellagio? Well, we recorded it. We detuned my piano. It made, made my piano sound kind of ringy. I had the piano tuner take each string a little bit less than the other. And uh, we had a good time. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, what would he call it? Just a, a rhythm and blues kind of an album. How would you describe the style of writing that you and your cousin Mike Love got into for Wild Honey? Well, he and I wrote, he wrote the lyrics, I wrote the music. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, there's a lot of a lot of the material, like I'd Love Just Wants to See You, Aren't You Glad. A lot of that material on that album has a really uh, warm and kind of loving uh, thing. I've wondered, was, was Wild Honey, I know you had the stained glass window in your house. When was that installed? That was installed in 1967. Okay, so the same year you did the album. Yeah. Okay. And were these songs about, it, when I listen to the album, it sounds so warm and loving. Is Was was any of that kind of written for Marilyn at the time? No, actually, it was written for, was written for anyone. Okay. What kind of, so you, said, you used the term rhythm and blues. Is there any other term or groove that you would describe Wild Honey? Other than rhythm and blues? Uh, it's just like uh, easy rock. Easy rock, okay. What was it about the Baldwin organ uh, dating back to 67 that was so special to you during that period? Well, it had, it had uh, three rows of uh, keyboard. What is the most loving song you feel that you've ever written? Probably knows. Why does love and mercy remain so important to you? Well, it's a very nice little song, and uh, we closed the show with it. Mm-hmm. What was the most challenging song for you to write throughout your career? What was the one that caught you know that that you found the most challenging? Uh, good vibrations. And why why is that? Because it had a lot of different uh, sections to it. Mm-hmm. Which which of those different sections proved to be the the, the most in, interesting to you? Uh, the chorus is what Mike said. How would you describe the deep honesty of Till I Die? I don't know. I think it has a good harmony. Now that you're older, what aspects of arranging a new song 
have changed? What, how does the, the difference between when you were young and in your 20s and now that you're in, the 70, in your 70s, how has that ch- the, the challenge of coming up with a new arrangement changed for you? Well, it's a little more difficult to write now. I'm not quite as uh, creative and energetic, but mm-hmm. I still can do it. Mm-hmm. What type of song would you like to write that you haven't written yet? Okay, and what is it? The what? What's you've done rock and roll through the? You've done different types of rock and roll. What? What? What specific are you talking about? And what is it about that particular style that intrigues you? Well, I like the uh, drums. Okay, so you're you you're like a three four time or a four four time. What what do you would you when you reference drums? What are you thinking? Uh, four four time. Take me through composing a song, if you, if you don't mind. When, when you first sit down at the piano and you come up with an idea and, and you're just sitting there, what, what comes first? What, what are you thinking about? And how do you, when you put your fingers down on the piano, what, do you, what happens? Well, I try to play chords that, you know, make me want to write a melody. Mm-hmm. And you're, when you're working on a melody, you're... Does you does do you tend to which your hand left hand more of the melody or your right hand more of the melody because of where they are on the keys? Yeah, both hands. The left hand's for bass. How complete is it when you come up with a new composition that you started at the piano? How long is it before you go from the piano to the studio? How far along does the song have to be for you to take it to the next level? How about a week? When you write music. How often does your mood dictate the song's direction? I don't know. How would you describe the the, the song Rio Grande is is on the new collection on on playback and it's always been one of my favorites. Uh, how would you describe Rio Grande to someone who may have never heard it before? As a uh, a, a uh, interesting kind of like a uh, medley. Okay. And I think was it Lenny Werniker all those years ago who 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 got you and Andy Paley to work together and called it Arts and Crafts. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Thank you, man. What did you enjoy most when working on your first solo album all the way back in the in the late eighties? Uh, I I wrote most of it myself. <laughs> Yeah.
Hi, this is Brian Wilson, and you're listening to Good Vibrations with Beach Boys Podcast with David Beer. What song did you want? That, was there any songs uh, on your new playback collection that you were hoping would make the cut that didn't make the cut? No. Uh, to whom is Lay Down Burden written? To whom is it written for? Yes. My own self. And reflecting back on the Gershwin album, what moments remain prominent in your memory from that album, from 2010? I just remember that we, I like the harmonic feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Does Gershwin's work remain important to you now? Not important, but still as inspiration. And what, it is, what is it about the Gershwin catalog that inspires you? You, you've, you've talked about the rock and roll album in, in recent interviews, and you've mentioned it to me over the years. What can you, what can you tell me about it at this point? I know that you, you're planning to do it once you, your tour comes to an end, and you're planning to get into the studio and work on this. What is it? Can you, can you kind of describe it a little bit more? Yeah, uh, it'll be similar to the Summer Days and Summer Nights album. Okay, so pop. So a lot of pop mixed with rock. And, yeah. And, and, uh, but you've also mentioned cover songs, right? Right. We're going to do covers and, and uh, originals. What, what musical masters or, or favorites or, you know, when you were younger that you're, you, you were inspired by uh, that you're thinking about including or covering songs of, you know, Chuck Berry or whoever it might be? Well, mostly Chuck Berry, yeah. Which Beach Boy song remains your all-time favorite? California Girls and Good Vibrations. All right, Brian. Thank you so much for your time. Continued success to you, always. Thank you, David. Have a good day, and I'll talk to you again. Thanks for tuning in to Episode 18 of Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. In the meantime, before the next episode pops up, be sure and head over to Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine. Now, there's two different places. If you're on Facebook and, you, and, and you're more into the social media aspect, we are on Facebook, Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine. We're the Beach Boys publication of record. We're there. You can like our page if you want to do that. But if you really want to get a... It's actually a publication. So if you want to subscribe to receive four times a year exclusive interviews with Brian Wilson, Mike Love, Al Jardine, and Bruce Johnston, as well as other integral figures in the band's history, then you head on over to esquarterly.com. Again, that's E-S-Q-U-A-R-T-E-R-L-Y.com. Head on over there. As soon as you get there, there's a landing page. There's a jukebox that starts playing some music. And there's a palm tree stretching out from behind the jukebox at the very top. says subscribe to the magazine. Just click on that, and it'll take you right to the page with all the information. You can also kind of look around the site. Um, there's There's so many different things to look at. You can look at our back catalog, all the back issues that are available, and in In fact, coming up in the winter 2017 edition of Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine, there's going to be brand new interviews, a portion more from what you heard from Brian in this interview about the Wild Honey album. Additionally, an interview from a uh, surprise guest, we'll say, and uh, a new interview content with Mike Love about his brand new album, Unleashed to Love, that is coming out. So be sure and pick up Endless Summer Quarterly. If you don't subscribe already, take out a subscription right away. All right. 
Take care. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time.